Greetings and salutations, happy listeners. We want to welcome you back to our second installation of SMT. Today we are jumping into the history and mechanics of connecting with the spirit world through the old school Ouija board right on through to EVP, otherwise known as electronic voice phenomena. Yes, and we would also, even though this is only the second episode, uh, we'd like you to meet our mom. Uh, I think it's yes, time. Mom. I think it's time you you, you met mom. our mom. <laughs> we love we love our mom. We love our mom. <laughs> love her. It's so before it's a- <laughs> you before you panic and 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 skip to another podcast. Let me just allow me to explain. The mom, of course, is our meme of the month. Meme we, of we the love mom. we love we love memes. We do. We think there's a lot to be learned from memes. From the memes. Yes. So, we're going to introduce this as a regular segment on our podcast. And so, this week's, this week's, this month's meme is, um, yeah, it's, it's, all uh, about- it's, um, it's a seance uh, with, with the title, Virtual Meetings Are Basically Modern Seances. And, uh, yeah. You see people holding hands, well, they're kind <laughs> of holding hands. Yeah. Elizabeth, are you here? Make a sound if you can hear us. Is there anyone else with you? We can't see you. Can you hear us? <laughs> kind of going along with the theme of our Zooms. Because everybody yeah. Zooms. Yeah, we, <laughs> this is a, a frequent, uh, a very common occurrence <laughs> in, in the Zoom meetings. Would and, you like to uh, Zoom with us? <laughs> Elizabeth, <laughs> where are you? Um, can't. And most of the time, you can't see them. Yeah, right. Everybody it's, has to coincide together. Yeah. So this is this was uh, this was happening in the you know in the in the in the old days, the olden days. Old of, uh, school zooming. Yeah, yeah, old school zooming. Exactly, exactly. So we we'll, you know we love memes. We're gonna have we're gonna have more memes like this. Like, um, uh, but this is a good this is a good good way to get into our show. And, um, so welcome mom, welcome Welcome. mom. (laughs) And, um, we're going to, um, so we're going to get into one of the, uh, the early mm, tools, I guess, for communicating with the other, the other side. And that is the Ouija board, the Ouija board, the, um, which Robert Murch whom we love, 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 uh, had quoted, communicating with the dead was common. It wasn't seen as bizarre or weird. It's hard to imagine that now we look at that and think, why are you opening the gates of hell? I am in the school of thought that Ouija boards are not evil things. That's my position. Yes. Well, while they are not, they may not be, this is where I'm, I, I, I'm a bit leery of Ouija boards, but not, maybe not, because I think they're inherently evil. I just think there's maybe a bit of uh, caution that you would use when trying to attempting to communicate with the spirit world. You well, to, well, yes, because you can't just go. Uh, yeah, a bit of trepidation is called for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, I mean you don't want to just open up to just any old thing that could be lurking around. But again, you know, I, I kind of look at 
Um, and a lot of people do. A lot of people look at the Ouija board as a divination tool. Well, what are you divining? Uh, they, they talk about tarot. They talk about even dousing rods. Um, but people use tarot all the time. They don't, they don't look at it as a, as an evil thing. Um, and I, you know, even I think was it, um, which, which president's wife was it that, that used the Ouija board? Because even way back when, uh, was Lincoln, no, wait, no Ouija. Okay. Let me think. Um, I, I want to say it Link, was Lincoln. Lincoln's, yeah. Yeah. It was Lincoln's wife who was using, they had just lost a son mm-hmm. and, and she was desperate to communicate with her son. And, uh, then, then they were, they were, they, it wasn't even thought of as there was not a stigma when the civil yeah. war happened. Um, lots mm-hmm. of, of loss during that time. And from what Merch was saying, these things kind of come in waves. Um, when there is large world events where there's a lot of loss, people tend to look to speak to their, to their loved ones. So, you know, I mean, where is this, where does this concept come from that it is such an evil thing? Yeah. Yeah. That comes into, um, actually, let me, let me just, uh, let's, let's listen to this uh, little clip here. See that just sounds evil. <laughs> sounds yeah, like well, we're conjuring we, the we devil. Got, see, yeah, exactly. Well, so the 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 the, the association with like demonic possession came from somewhere, right? That had to come from somewhere. Mm. And um, this this actually is a good place to put in a trivia question for our listeners. Oh yeah. Because yeah, because it did Ouija Ouija board and their films. We can get we can get into those later. There's been there have been many films on this on this theme. But uh, for our listeners, for for this uh, trivia question, uh, what 1970 film completely changed people's perceptions of the Ouija board? And so, what, if you're listening of- now, if you're listening now, we're gonna get we're gonna give away the answer. Of course, because we're going to talk about it, but pause it. See if you can think. Don't Google it. See if you can think about what the answer is. Where the Ouija board actually got its bad reputation. Okay. And of course, that 1973 film is The Exorcist. Yes. And it was, it is one of my favorite films. However, now I look at it like, how could you do this, Exorcist? How could you betray the Ouija? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it is interesting, like, that um, the idea that this could be a channel to introduce demonic possession. Um, and I don't know. Do you want to talk about those, those, where those other films uh, we have, you know, even more, you know, this was 1973, but, you know, even today, t- 2014, there's the, the Ouija movies that we just watched um mm-hmm. ouija and ouija origin of evil exactly so yeah, and again ouija it's was right too- in the title origin <clears throat> of evil which i think is yeah, exactly. I, I i'm sorry but i think is extremely unfair 
again, even in the movie, in the first movie, they were saying, you know, well, you know, never play this alone. Never, you know, uh, don't play in a graveyard. Um, what was the third? Do you remember the third? Don't do it alone. Don't play in a graveyard and always say goodbye. Oh, yes. Always say goodbye. Opening yeah. and closing the circle. Yeah. Well, there's hap- just like with a, uh, I don't know, let's just say a circular saw, right? That's a dangerous, looked at as a dangerous tool, but a lot of people use them if you take safety precautions. So is that key? We, you know, being able to use a divining tool with safety precautions, not using it alone. You know, I think, I think there is safety in numbers, I would say, you know, but just like any tool, as long as you kind of keep certain things in mind, you know, don't open the, the, the lines of communication to just anything. Right, right. And that, and this, this is what the film kind of, you see this where they're just, I don't know where the the exa- the the little ch- the chant they say at the at the before they open the Ouija board and and this they begin the session or whatever, you know they say something something our hearts are true, spirits near we call to you or something like that. I don't I don't know yes, where yes. the origin of that is or where that comes from, but it's like that's kind of like you know you're rolling the dice, right? You know you're just like any old any. Any, Any old entity, entity could just come through. You're not specific when you want to talk to somebody, you know, but, but then there's a school of thought, you know, as they were kind of examining the history of, uh, of Ouija boards in an article that we read, which we will include in the show notes, um, that there, there were some uh, actual scientific, uh, what? What am I thinking? What's the word? I can't think of the word. The, res- the, the research into the the, so the EV... Uh, Experiments. Experimenting Experiments. with the Ouija. The, 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 there was a group of scientists that were asking when they were developing the Ouija board as a game, mm. does, this actually, does this actually work? Yeah. And so they were like, okay, let's, let's take these groups of people and we'll give them a a Ouija board and we'll give them a subject that they know nothing about that they think they know nothing about. And if they just ask the people, the group of people that didn't have a Ouija board, can you answer these questions about this subject that you don't know anything about? And then they gave the group a Ouija board, the same exact questions who again, didn't think they knew anything about it with the Ouija board. They found that the people who, who used it, they had answers. So the scientists began to wonder, well, is that is that channeling your your higher consciousness and and having a physical tool to be able to do yeah, that? Yeah, right. Yeah, you know, it's just so there's there's. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it's like what's the, how do you even begin to put that into a scientific method? <laughs> you know, it's like you're dealing with so much, and um, it's yeah, it's it's daunting. <laughs> But, uh, it, yeah, it so this, this, yeah, but there, you so, so this article, yeah, the strange and mysterious history of the Ouija board, um, uh, this is, uh, the Smithsonian article. It's, it deals with all this. So it's, yeah, a really good article and definitely check this out. Um, but, but, but there, there are, are, there have been the science. Yeah, exactly. There haven't been, there, there have been scientific, scientific attempts, right? Yes. At, and the thing is. You know, there, there is that school of thought that, okay, the Ouija board is just, all it is, is 
tapping into your higher consciousness. And the other school of thought is that you're talking to entities. You know, I don't think it has to be either or. I think it can be both. I think you can both, you know, maybe tap into something that that a, a certain knowledge, a certain state of consciousness, you know, that that you already have within yourself. And, you know, is it possible to contact the dead? You're the dearly departed. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it is. Can you bring in something that is inherently evil? If you open yourself up to that, I, I guess you could, if you just open up the board to anything, but just like with any divining tool, I think it really does come from the intent of the person attempting the communication. Right. Yeah. I, I, we, we, we have talked about this before. I don't think it happens like you see in the movies. It's like all of a sudden some de- demon comes in and no, it's a, it's definitely a two way street and you sort of have to allow it to some degree. Like, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. And this is why I'm, I'm desperately hoping that Robert Merch, if we can get a hold of him, will. Yeah, he would definitely have a, have a lot to, to add to this conversation for sure. We'd love to have him on the show. Um, but, okay, so let's, um, let's, let's actually get into some of the early pioneers uh, into EVP um, research. And EVP is uh, Electronic Voice Phenomenon. The text spoken by the voices and the sound volume are exactly the same as in the original recording. To help the air adapt itself to the strange rhythm, rapidity and softness of the voice entity's speech, each utterance is repeated several times. The voices here selected are grouped according to the persons addressed and their respective answers followed by a translation and explanation. There are examples chosen to give the reader a breakthrough, an acoustic illustration of the material presented in the book. The listener is asked to read any text spoken in languages he does not know with particular attention, so that he may be able to grasp each separate word phonetically. Please note the commentary that goes with each voice text, as the meaning of some utterances can only be understood in context with the situation that gave rise to them. Yeah, so this was the introduction to the LP version of um, the work of Konstantin Raulive. It's my attempt at at pronouncing his last name, but... um, uh, so, <laughs> Konstantin Raulive, he was a Latvian psychologist who taught at the University of Uppsala. Um, uh, he was a student of Carl Jung. Um, you know, he did a he did a lot of collaboration and experiments, recordings with this other character, uh, Frederick y- Jurgensen. He just seemed, he seems like a pretty interesting character Mm -hmm. in his own right um but they did a lot of work and they published that work in 1971 in uh breakthrough an amazing experiment in electronic communications with the dead and um if we can find a link to that we'll probably put that in the show notes as well but um Mm -hmm. yeah and then of course the record so yeah they you know they would play these recordings and with notes and like 
you know, trying to describe what was going on. And they, and they used various different recording methods. So some of them were more effective than others. And, you know, but, uh, you know, some of these recordings are at least very clear. It's very, it's like, okay, yeah, wow. That's is very distinct what they're, the voice that's coming through. And, and they were in different languages as well. So that adds another dimension to it. But um, Well, yeah, the, I mean, what I, what was surprising to me, I mean, I've always been aware of EVP. I mean, you see this on Ghost Adventures, on Travel Channel, A&E, Paranormal State, Ghost Hunters, all, all these things um, you see. But what I was not aware of um, before reading that article was that this dated back. I mean, we're talking LPs. You know, I had no idea that they actually recorded this stuff on, on records. And then you go back um, at, to the earliest kind of trying to capture uh phenomena, you know, paranormal phenomena on, uh, spirit photography, mm-hmm. the old school photographs. And then it moved to recording on an LP. I would have never thought that, you know, as early as that, they would have been trying to capture communication with the dead on anything. So mm-hmm. I thought that was, that was pretty like watching the technology go from you know, trying to record on a record to, to now look at what we have, um, digital mm-hmm. recorders, SLS cameras, thermo cameras. I mean, yeah, our, our desperate attempt to, to what, uh, prove life after death, yeah. speak to our loved ones, bridge that gap between us and the other side. Right. Mm. Yeah, well, and it's interesting too because what what, what the in the early uh, well in the early days of f- photography that was also, also there was some overlap between the the um, the spiritualist movement, right? Mm-hmm. So, and what people were accepting as evidence of the afterlife, after f- evidence of you know apparitions, and you know you know you had so you had photographs with. Um, what what could be and what people took as proof um mm-hmm. turns out to be something inherent with photography in itself that the fact that you could make double exposures so yeah yes there were those but a lot of people after that were sort of like dismissed you know they say because there may have been a photograph with a double exposure then everything else is they're just tossed out the rest like okay well obviously everything is a fraud, which, you know, so it can be both things can exist, right? It's like two things, more than two things can exist at the same time and be true, right? Exactly. I mean, you, and, and I think that's where the technology has grown. I, I believe has grown in, in its capacity to be more, I mean, I guess you could, you could alter any photo in any given medium, but it would be kind of hard to do so. Let's, uh, for example, uh, my husband and I, we captured an image on a wildlife photography camera that mm. we put inside our house when we were showing our house because we were like, we want to see the people coming in and out of our house. And we actually caught an image of a full on person that there's no way that that somebody could have gotten into our house yeah you showed me that that photo that's it's definitely haunting (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) but then you then you look at you look at evp and 
you know, I got to say going back, okay, going back in the technology, is it, would you say it was easier to, um, falsify an LP versus a digital thing where you can, you now have all kinds of software where you can drop in mm -hmm. sounds on top of sounds. I think it'd be harder. I almost look at EVP, the, the earliest forms of it as, as more hardcore proof than maybe mm. the digital forms now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, it's hard to say. I mean, there's a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of people say, oh, that's, you know, they look at an image and say, oh, that's photoshopped. It's, it's a much harder to do that with, I mean, not that you can't do it, but it would, it takes, there's a lot more to recreating a, like a recording, a video, like a video or audio recording. Um, so if you did, if someone were, did want to make a fake, they would, it would, it takes a lot. <laughs> to do that <laughs> it's not just like I, uh, let's i'll just snap this together <laughs> um but but I, I i still like the the idea of trying to do that with a with a, an lp for some reason i don't know mm -hmm. why but i i look at the the electronic you know voice phenomena today and and you know i i would say that when you when i you know the kinds of equipment that would that my husband and I've used again, we're just amateurs. We're just playing with this stuff. You know, you have mm -hmm. your spirit boxes where it, it will scroll through, uh, radio channels and supposedly the entity will try and pick up on those, those channels to pick out words, uh, verbiage that it can communicate actual sentences with you. Um, and then you have your digital recorders. I would say that if all of a sudden you just heard outright a bunch of voices and, and things like that. I don't, I don't buy into that as, as much as say the recordings where people are, are talking and they're asking questions, but they're not audibly hearing anything just, you know, as, as you and I are sitting here talking when you have to go through and, and, uh, recapture the, the sound loop and enhance and take out your own voice and then you can hear it. It kind of reminds me of that movie, The Sixth Sense, where, you know, the guy doesn't recognize that, that there's anything being recorded when the kid is by himself in this room. Mm -hmm. And when he turns up the volume, then he can hear like a bunch of voices actually talking in Spanish. Mm. Um, okay. And and see that kind of thing, I, I tend to, to believe those are more authentic than just your average, you know, all of a sudden we're hearing music and I mean, I guess that can happen, but mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm more skeptical of EVP sometimes than I actually thought I was. So interesting, but yeah, well, yeah, I have a, 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 the technology is always changing. There's always going to be, you know, you know, the ability to, uh, the, you know, the technical ability to, cr uh, create images, recordings and things like that. But then, then it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily de deny the existence of, uh, of, um, of spirits, of yeah. apparitions and things like that, that can happen. Absolutely. And, uh, it's interesting, actually, why don't we get into, uh, we could also mention here the, uh, the cloud and like, you know, there's reports of like 
demon texts and things like that. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. There was that priest who absolutely he wrote a book and everything. And I cannot remember his name, um, but a, a priest that has come out and said people are receiving uh, text messages through their phones from demons. Um, mm. There are, and, and I, you know, and then then you have to wonder about the cloud. Have we created a, yet another space? you know, for something to, to communicate with us, something to reach out for us, because what is it? Why would it be more? Why, how could a demon go through your phone? Why would they want to? And one person, uh, my, actually said, well, because it's energy because hmm. all yeah. it is is energy. But then I was like, oh, well, what exactly is the cloud? You know? Mm -hmm. Um, and if you look that up, cause everybody looks at it as this ominous, you know, undefinable space that we have created and allowed something to come through because all it is is energy. It's not exactly true. What the cloud is, is actually just servers. Right. It's just space on servers. Exactly. Which yeah. I didn't, I didn't actually realize what the cloud was myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, I mean, your, you know, your email could be considered the cloud, right? I mean, it's just anything mm -hmm. that's, that's uh care when he's like computation that's carried out on, on a remote server on the internet, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, but, then, but the idea, yeah. yeah, but the idea that some, some entity could manifest through that. Sure. I mean, mm -hmm. why not? You know, and, and <laughs> <laughs> so there, there again, you know, I, I will, I will bring it back to the Ouija board. Any tool, I, I guess you could say could be a threat, could be dangerous. Um, because if you're going to go back to the Ouija board and call that evil, then you got to look at the, your cell phone, you know, these wonderful, mm -hmm. beautiful little <laughs> devices we can't <laughs> seem to part from. <laughs> yeah. They're glued to our faces. Yes. Yeah. And our hands and our whole yeah. being, we can't yeah. live without our phones. Well, then that must be evil too. If, if what this guy is <laughs> well, saying, if yeah. this priest is saying, oh, the devil is now coming through our phones. <laughs> Well, then why not our television? Our televisions are smart TVs. We got smart yeah, exactly. TVs. We got, if, yeah. if there is a devil, then why wouldn't the devil be able to jump through <laughs> our phones? <laughs> and, <laughs> and, 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 you know, the boogeyman, the boogeyman is out there. Yes. I mean, I mean it could be anywhere. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, okay, let's, let's go back to even electricity that is energy how many times yeah. have you seen in movies you know something's around us something yeah. is present and the lights will go out yeah or they'll flicker yeah yeah uh oh a good example of that poltergeist the mm -hmm. original poltergeist from i think it's 1981 okay you know that she gets you know carolyn carolyn gets right. you know sucked into the television <clears throat> and the investigators are at their house and you know, the electrical impulses of the lights start and, and the mom, you know, mm -hmm. Diane, the mom yeah. is, oh, you got to be faster than that. The, <laughs> the, the flashes come in twos, come in pairs. Uh, yeah. We watch a lot of movies. We, we do. We watch a lot of movies. Yeah. Nigel yeah. and I. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we did actually, well, I, I, I kind of want to jump in here with this. Uh, we did, we did have our own EVP happening. <laughs> and uh, actually, let's. Maybe well, let's play it. Let's play it, and then we'll come back and 
So you can you can judge for yourself what you think this might be. This was uh, during our last recording, our our last episode. So exciting. Yeah, it's 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 it, w- yeah, it's hard to say. It doesn't it doesn't uh, the image doesn't it's not like um, it's, um oh my gosh what what is that yes, I think that. Maybe it's the eyes. I think the Hellfire and Fury is is affecting you. Um, I hear the wings flapping. Do you hear the wings flapping? I I might. Um, somebody needs to. We need to call. <laughs> we need to. Call. We need to call I mean, some. If it is a moth, let me, I let think me. that I think that Orkin can do something. Where's their number? Somebody oh to call yeah. Please. This is just We're bizarre. That is seriously bizarre. Angel, have you been smoking at the ganja? No, you don't like hear that? that? That. No, I don't. Seriously. Oh my are god. You lucid? Are you with me? This is. What do I do here? Um, I can stop the recording. Okay, so you can decide for yourself what you think that. Uh, that uh, if you if you believe it, it was the, the actual Mothman coming to visit or not, uh, that's that's for you to decide. Um, we're gonna actually go to a a bit of a uh, a commercial break, break yeah. and we'll be right back. SMT Podcast is a member of the Travelog Media Network. Founded in 2016, the Travelog Media Network aims to provide an alternate view of the Caribbean and Latin America through interviews and personal narratives. You can support our work with a purchase from our online shop. And as a special thank you to our listeners, we're offering a 10% discount on SMT t-shirts and mugs through November 3rd. Just use the promo code SPOOKY10 at checkout. Look for the link in the show notes. Okay, uh, we'd like to remind you uh, that we do have a call-in number for listeners. This is our podcast call-in number. And um, I'm actually going to play a uh, a, a listener (laughs) call-in. I'm going to call him a listener. (laughs) He did listen. (laughs) Um, uh, Yeah, I'm going to call, I'm going to play this, uh, this message from uh, Ken Zone. He has, he had some interesting things to say that you could apply to our conversation today. So let's, um, Mm -hmm. let's just take a listen to that. Ken Zone, thoughts for the day. Be the transceiver of divine light you are meant to be. Heart brain coherence is the key to unlock our natural spiritual evolutionary impulse. Balance, nature, and technology. Balance, nature, and technology. Uh, Very interesting. Yeah. yeah. And this uh, this particular caller, Ken, he's, I think, very, a very wise soul comment on where where our 
natural state of being begins and and its relationship to the technology that we are using, how we are using it, what can it provide for us? Um, it's so much more than just communication devices, not just communicating with each other, the people around the world, possibly with spirit. Yeah, right. Well, it's interesting too what uh, that that we say be be the transceiver, like the. Uh, and the and this idea during the uh, you know so the evolution of um uh you know EVP research you know there were there were and well there are mediums right mm -hmm. and like uh, you know the introduction of the media the, the Ouija board sort of like kind of cut out the middleman so to speak and uh, during that time and it was like a it was sort of removed a step you know it was taken like there wasn't as as much a perceived need to to be a medium right it was like something mm -hmm. else did it right <clears throat> yes so but in a sense but in a sense if we're also looking at it from a perspective that we are using our higher consciousness like you're saying it almost allows it allows room for anyone to be that medium not just special people you know, that seemed to be gifted. Right. Um, so. But there's, there is so much, there is a lot that goes into, you know, uh, if you call it training or, you know, whatever you want to call it to, to be able to, to be a medium, to be a medium, to receive messages from the other side. True. So, so. Um, I don't think I left the, I don't, I don't think I mentioned the number. So <laughs> for, for listeners who do want to call in and, um, we would love to hear from you also, uh, you can call into the podcast. Uh, this is a voicemail only number. No one's going to answer, but, uh, the area code is 303-731-6104, 303-731-6104. We'd be delighted to hear from you. We'd also be delighted to hear from you through email if that's more convenient at smtpodcasters at gmail.com. Yes, yes. Please send us your mail. Get in touch. Um, let's see. So, oh, we didn't, and we didn't do the trivia. There's another trivia question, and this, this one involves a little clip. This goes back to our uh discussion on the uh on Constantin Raudive's work and his LP uh breakthrough uh so there's this little piece of trivia I'm going to play this little clip and you're going to and I know I'll have a question for you so let's just listen real quick you are sleeping you do not want to believe now play it one more time you are sleeping you do not want to believe okay so that is from the the LP breakthrough mm -hmm. and by one we, of our we, favorite. We, yeah. We want to know from listeners, listeners, uh, see if you can guess this, tri this trivia question. Uh, what Smith's album uses this as a sample? What Smith's album and extra bonus points. If you can name, uh, the song. So album and or song. 
All right. Were you able to guess it? That, of course, was uh, a sampled on Rubber Ring from the album Louder Than Bombs. So congratulations to those of you who got it correct. And uh, yeah, so that's that's the trivia. What else do we need to get to? Um, we Back to our, our Mothman clip. The Mothman clip, yeah. What did you make yeah. of that? Well, the interesting thing is, and which is why I really believe we did catch something, you know, in, in our last show, <laughs> Nigel and I were talking about the Mothman, and um, he was having this experience that on my end, I couldn't hear. I, I didn't, I didn't hear anything. I thought he, you know, I, I just didn't know what was happening until he was actually saying there's something happening on this end. Um, but I, you know, again, we are in two separate studios working on different equipment. Yeah. And it's interesting that later, later there was, there was another, um, I, I believe it was when we were talking about the Mothman again and we, and I, I, I heard it on my end, but you didn't hear it on your end. And just to be fair, you thought that it was just like a software glitch or something, but you and I are not running on the same software. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. true. That's true. So it, it, it remains a mystery. It, um, it could be a message. Could be a message. I'm, I'm open to that possibility. even if i do even if i do yeah (laughs) even if i do have some other explanations for it uh, other possible explanations so it was something it was something we we could not we could not explain it and you know there you go i i think that when you i maybe maybe even talking about this stuff might open people up to having the experiences maybe that's part of it having the openness to have the experience in the first place. So that's why I still am in the school of the Ouija board is not evil. If you, if you go in with the intent that, you know, you are not allowing anything evil, Mm -hmm. how can it break that circle? How can you break that circle? If you are not, if you put your, what your energy, your, you ask your guides, if you believe in that kind of thing, to protect you. I don't think that they can break that circle. I could be wrong. Yeah. Maybe. I've heard that. I listened, I've, I mean, I've listened to uh, some, uh, some other, uh, paranormal podcasts. And, uh, that's one of the, the common threads is that, you know, if you're, if you're, if you express, you know, to whatever you're, whatever's you're experiencing, if you express like you're not welcome here, or, mm-hmm. you know, go away, <laughs> you know, basically <laughs> go away. Yes. You're not welcome here. Yes. Um, usually most of the time it, it works. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And, and I, I invite you cause you know, Nigel, that I'm actually creating a Ouija board cause now I'm just fascinated with the idea and I don't want yes. a Parker brothers standard <laughs> Ouija board. No, I want the real deal. My husband cut a a slab so, of wood. I am burning it. So Nigel will yeah. be in the house soon. Yeah. He's actually yeah. visiting. I'll be visiting the Colorado studio shortly. And and Nigel, will you <laughs> partake? <laughs> well, here's the thing. Like <laughs> you you said you you wanted to do a graveyard. There's like 
I'm not going to the graveyard. (laughs) 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 You don't want to do it in the graveyard? Because that's one of the rules, remember? Right. Well, yeah, but I would, you know, I don't know how you, how you, what your position on that was, because, you know, you... You don't I, seem I very... want to go to the graveyard to ghost hunt you, with you, some of the you don't EVP seem... equipment we have. Okay, okay. So you're not you're not scared of graveyards per se, but you might not you might not want to take it that next step. With yeah, the I Ouija don't board. think I want okay. the Ouija board <laughs> in the graveyard. I don't know okay. how daring are you? How, yeah, how, well, how daring are you yeah, feeling? I ha- I have some I have some reservations about it, but. Uh, um but i'm, I'm anxious yeah, to at I'll, least I'll see, yeah I, i'll i'll this will be interesting to see it because i don't know many people who have made their own ouija board that's that's pretty cool yeah so like my, my husband he's good when i'm done burning it the the writing and everything on there he's gonna shellac it yeah and hopefully we will not experience a shellacking ourselves <laughs> by using a spiritual thing. shellacking <laughs> Yeah, it's the case maybe. <laughs> I just, uh, yeah, I'm not. I, I'll, I'll, it will be used with caution. So, yes. yes to the ghost hunting in the graveyard. Okay. No to the Ouija board in the graveyard. <laughs> okay. We'll, we'll go to a church. We'll go, yeah. Okay. All right. We'll go to a church. Okay. We can we'll do that. It. That might be sacrilegious. I don't yeah. know. Maybe we yeah. shouldn't do that. I, <laughs> I'm just asking. I'm just asking tough, for trouble. Yeah. Tough call there. Tough call. All right. What do you think, listeners? Call in. Give us a, give us your your thoughts about that. Where shall we use the Ouija board? <laughs> where is it appropriate? Where is the where is the use in a meadow? Yeah, in a meadow, a sunny meadow. Um, do you want to talk about our bonus episode and our ge- our guest? We're gonna be. Ah, uh, yes, <clears throat> we do. We have a a we just have this amazing stroke of luck uh, to speak with Rick Kieber, a who an, an EVP investigator who owns his own company. He is the author of several books. Um, he's, I think he's working on a, a film project right now. And you guys got to stay tuned because we're going to be coming up with that bonus episode, that second bonus episode. We are so lucky. And we, thank you ahead of time, Rick. Yeah. For joining us. Yes. Yes. You're, you definitely want to, check this this episode out this is going to be a he's definitely going to have some interesting cool stuff bits to add to this conversation okay so uh is this an episode are we are we out of here i think it might i think it might be yeah cue the music okay <laughs> now now it's an outro look for look Look for show notes to all links and articles mentioned in this episode. For all our new followers and listeners, we want to thank you for your support. We hope to welcome you back next month as we take a look at the secret lives of plants. Are they conscious beings? Do they feel? Do they thrive and live with intent? Stay tuned, happy humans. And, you know, don't follow us on social media. Oh, no, don't do it. Whatever you do, don't do that. (laughs) Are we out? Yeah, we're out.